Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. Happy, happy Monday. Today is Monday, February the 25th, 2019, and welcome to another episode and another edition of the Everything Medicare podcast. I am your host, Christian Brindle, where every single week I bring you a podcast where I talk about your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with your retirement. For those of you who don't know me very well, or maybe this is your first time listening to one of our episodes, I am a local Medicare um, professional, expert, whatever you would like to call me. Um, and I live in the Salt Lake City area of Utah. Um, I've lived in Florida before. I've worked with people in Florida, Idaho, Utah. Um, I've formed relationships with people in various different national insurance companies. I've written two books on Medicare plans. So basically, folks, my intention is to, to take a, a segment of something that has a huge portion to do with your retirement in Medicare. And trust me, and don't be fooled, it has a lot to do with your retirement. Picking the wrong thing from picking the right thing and knowing what to look for, what to avoid, and what to make sure that you have available in your plan is a big deal. has so much to do with making the right and correct decision. Because making the right decision for making the wrong decision can be the difference in a, a lot of money for you personally, out of pocket, for whether it be premiums, or it might be something not being covered that you thought was covered, or something you might end up needing covered down the road. Insurance is an investment, folks. And Medicare is probably the most complicated form of insurance that we have in the world. Or so it's made out to be that way. My intention and my goal is to make it not complicated for you folks, to make it easy to understand. And that's what we do with the Everything Medicare podcast. Basically, folks, today we're talking about star ratings. Now, first of all, what is a star rating? Well, a star rating is a a rating system between one stars to five stars, one being the lowest, five being the highest. That CMS, CMS is the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services. CMS runs everything, makes the decisions of what things are going to look like and how things are going to work in the world of Medicare. People think that's Social Security. Social Security issues Medicare, but CMS is the one that pulls the strings and makes decisions. CMS puts out this star rating, and what it has to do with is Medicare Advantage plans. If you have a Medicare Advantage plan, your your Medicare Advantage plan has a star rating, and we're between 1 to 5. 
Now, I'm going to read you off what it says on CMS's website for how they define the STAR rating program. So, the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services, CMS, uses a five-star quality rating system to measure the experiences Medicare beneficiaries have with their health plan and health care system. The STAR rating program, health plans are rated on a scale of one to five stars with five being the highest. These ratings are then published on the Medicare Plan Finder at www.medicare.gov. The STAR rating program is intended to, one, raise the quality of care for Medicare beneficiaries, two, strengthen beneficiary protections, and three, help consumers compare health plans more easily. So basically, folks, with the STAR rating, what that means to me is the government is basically looking at what... um, they deem important for your plan. Here's the thing. Star ratings are important to look at for Medicare Advantage plans. But they're not the only thing to look at. And you can't go off of a star rating for everything. And I'll tell you why in the next segment, in segment two. But before we get there, I also want to talk about how they come to these conclusions. So before I give you my opinion on how they come to it and what's right and wrong about it, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to read something from their website that bases, that that at least says how they base the star rating. Star ratings for independent insurance companies and health plans are based on more than 40 quality measures. In the following five categories that provide an objective method for evaluating health plan quality. Number one. Staying healthy, including whether members received various screenings, tests, and vaccinations. So what that basically means is if you've been on a Medicare Advantage plan for some time, especially with a national carrier, you might notice that one thing that they do and they've been starting to do more and more recently is they very much encourage you, in some cases they even push you, to get your physical every year, get screenings done. Some of the insurance companies do what's called house calls where they come, they send a, um, a practitioner, a nurse practitioner to your house to check your blood pressure and do certain kind of tests and they don't charge anything. A lot of the, a lot of the Medicare Advantage plans nowadays are providing you, you know, $25 Amazon or Walmart gift cards or maybe some other type of gift card to get your physical. They they're doing this for two reasons. One, the better and more effectively they do that increases their star rating. If an insurance company is getting their members to get their physicals and preventative care done more efficiently than another plan, they're going to get more points towards their star rating. And Medicare has an objective for doing this because in their eyes, they think if you know, you're getting your preventative checks done, then you're typically going to be more healthy and they're going to find things earlier on and get them fixed and, you know, it's going to be better for you, which I happen to agree with that. I think that everybody should get their checks done and their physicals and screenings, vaccinations and all that stuff. But that has a lot to do with it. How effectively a plan is essentially pressuring you to get these things done or bribing you or giving you incentives or whatever the case may be. The next thing, number two, managing chronic long-term conditions. 
how they're managing dialysis, diabetes, think different kind of things like that. Member satisfaction with independence and their providers, including access to care. So I'm going to get into that a little bit. Basically, how happy the customers are, how easy they think it is to work with the insurance company, how easy the providers are to work with the insurance company. Um, Customer satisfaction plays a role. Although, in my opinion, it says on here it plays a role. It's stated by CMS, Standard for Medicaid Medicare Services, that it plays a role. And I think that it does. But one thing that I've noticed is in a lot of markets, you'll see some of the highest star ratings are small local companies. I'll give an example. I work with a lot of people in Tampa, Florida. I'm not going to give any names of insurance companies. I don't want to get myself in trouble. But there's a local company there that basically is a smaller company. They're probably in two, maybe three states total. Um, And if you live in that area, you probably know which company I'm talking about that for the past couple of years has been rewarded a five-star rating. And they're the only plan in that market, in that area, that's given a five-star rating. Remember, star ratings are only given to Medicare Advantage plans. This, we're talking about Medicare Advantage plans. This only applies to Medicare Advantage plans. Not to drug plans, not to Medigaps, just Medicare Advantage. And I'm going to tell you why the star ratings matter in a minute here. But anyway, this company that I'm talking about in that area in Tampa, Florida... Year after year, for the past couple of years, has been given a five-star rating, and none of the other big, giant, monster insurance companies have received it. So you think, the first thing that you might think that comes to your mind is, well, they provide great service. They're a local company. They're, they're, they show a little bit more care and attentiveness. Maybe so. The benefits aren't, are never bad on the plan. The benefits are quite rich. Although most plans in Florida in the Advantage Plan world, are quite rich because it's a mecca for Medicare plans and insurance companies. However, what's the biggest problem with this plan that I'm talking about in a lot of the local companies you see? This isn't the case everywhere, but from my experience where I have worked, a lot of times these local plans that get these big, fat, high star ratings have incredibly small and restrictive networks. They probably have 10% of a network that one of the bigger insurance companies most likely is to have. And that happens here in Utah. It happens in Florida. It happens in Idaho. Everywhere that I've worked, and I imagine it happens in most markets. So what are they basing it on? If there is a 1,000 doctors in the network, with the with a local company. And if there is let's say 100,000 doctors in the network of one of the bigger insurance companies, don't you think the one the company that has the 100,000 doctors in the network is going to have probably more complaints and more negative um, responses from doctors just because there's more people to work with? What I mean by that is you increase the number of providers, 
you will also increase everything. Good experiences, bad experiences, complaints. There's more likely going to be... Um, there's more likely going to be complaints if there's more providers in the mix. That's just the way it goes. Stay with me in the segment two. We'll, see, we'll continue talking about this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to segment two of the Everything Medicare podcast. I had to close out segment one because we were running out of time, but I'm not done talking about what I was talking about. So I want to touch on more about what this means um, with the star rating and the the complaints because this is really important and this is really important for you to know. So I was talking about the star rating – is also dependent on member satisfaction um, and provider satisfaction. So what's hugely important to know about this is it's not based off of how many good or bad um, – it's not based off of how many good or bad um, complaints or you know, reviews or whatever that you want to call it that you, that the insurance company gets, it's based on percentages. So an insurance company that has, let's say a hundred thousand more members than a smaller insurance company does not get credit for the thousands upon thousands of happy customers. They have more than probably the smaller insurance company has customers total. It's based on a percentage. So let's say the smaller insurance company has 98% satisfaction rate, and this bigger insurance company has 97% satisfaction rate. If the smaller insurance company, let's say, has 1,000 members, let's say, and that'd be a really small insurance company, but let's say uh, 1,000 members, 98% satisfaction rate, that means 998, I think. Yeah, 998. Forgive me on the math if I'm completely off there, but you get it. It's roughly around there. And... A insurance company that has 100,000 and it's 97%, they're going to have 90 plus thousand happy customers or providers. It's based on the percentages, folks. What do we know about numbers and this being a numbers game? The more providers you add to the mix the more chance you're going to have one or two that are disgruntled about something. There's something they don't like. There's something that, that, you know, makes their personality um, not mesh great with that in particular insurance company and the way they do things. You're adding more data to the equation. There's a chance, in my opinion, I think that 
you know, you add that much data to the small insurance company, you're going to have just the same exact thing happen. It's not based off of the amount of business or, or people or providers that the insurance company is working with. That is a really, really big factor and a really, really big deal. The private insurance companies have so many fewer customers and providers to work with and manage and deal with. So, of course, it's easier for them than the bigger insurance companies. The bigger insurance companies are national. I think that has a lot to do with it. And as these smaller insurance companies get bigger and they take on more customers, you might see that their service starts to dip. And as they start taking on more providers, you'll see that their ability to work with the providers might start to dip. This is a big deal. Also, another thing that I think is really important is an insurance company. I'm going to find my best. I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to explain this because this is a little complicated. A Medicare Advantage plan that has a huge network is dealing with all different kinds of providers and all different kinds of networks of providers, which all do things differently than one another. Opposed to a plan that, let's say, works with an exclusive network of providers and no one else. Think about this. Let's say a group of providers all do things the same way, and that's the only providers that an insurance company, a Medicare Advantage plan, hypothetically speaking, a smaller company will allow you to go to in your network. These providers all do things the same way. The insurance company, it's easy for them to figure things out for that group of providers. Those providers are happy. But let's say there's 99 other groups of providers in the area that the insurance company doesn't let you go to. The star rating does not take that into consideration. The star rating does not take into consideration how big your network is. And that's where I'm going with this. It's a lot more difficult for an insurance company to keep together a plan, let's say, that has every hospital system in your area in the network, opposed to one that has one or two of the major systems and leaves everybody else out. They don't take that into consideration. They just take it off of the provider complaints or non-complaints or customer complaints or non-customer complaints. So I'm not saying that the, these, these reviews don't matter and mean something because they do, but they have to be put into context. And for them to be put into context, we have to understand that a provider that has one doctor in the network opposed to a provider that has a million doctors in the network, it's based on the percentages. So if that one doctor is happy, I'm being ridiculous about it at this point. But if that one doctor is happy on the smaller plan, that means they have a 100% satisfaction rate. And let's say that, you know, out of the million doctors on the bigger plan, two doctors are unhappy. That means they don't have a 100% satisfaction rate. So the, doc, the plan with one doctor in the network is going to show up higher rated than the other one based on that one category. That's what you need to understand. They should, they don't, but they should factor something into the equation that determines how many options a person has to go to in the plan's network. That's a big deal. To have options on where you want to go, 
where you don't want to go is a big deal. It's not factored into star ratings. That's why star ratings are important to some degree, but they're highly misleading in others. And in segment one, I talked about one of the small companies in the area in Florida where I lived for a while, and I work with a lot of people out there um, in Tampa. That particular insurance company that I'm not going to mention because I don't want to get in trouble has a unbelievably small network, but they have a five-star plan, the highest rating they can get, but they have 5% of the network that, that some of the other big insurance companies have, and that matters. Being able to go where you want to go matters. If you have a specific condition pop up, let's say, and there's only a certain type of specialist that can fix it, let's say it's a you know, uh, a neck doctor, a foot doctor, a podiatrist, or something like that, and the bigger insurance company gives you more options than you can ever need, and you're flexible, and you can go where you want to go, you have choices. Let's say the smaller plan is two doctors you can pick from. You see where I'm going with this? Being able to choose where you want to go matters. And the star rating does not take that into consideration. That's why partially it's broken. Has its purpose. It's got some good things about it, but doesn't take that into consideration, which I think is humongous. Let's keep going on what it says that it factors into the star rating, according to CMS's website. Member complaints and changes in independence's performance, which would be in the insurance company in this case. So member complaints and changes in the insurance company's performance. Yeah. Customer service, including timely appeal decisions. Now, that I think is important. How fast they make a decision on an appeal. Um, no one wants to work with an insurance company that has a, you know, a huge, long, lengthy process for an appeal process, whereas at that point, you're waiting for them to cover something to decide if they're going to cover something or not. And the provider sending your bills, sending your bill to collections because they're still waiting on you. They haven't gotten paid yet. That's a big deal. The star rating means something, but it doesn't mean everything. That's my point. That's where I'm going with this, folks. The star rating matters for one simple reason. It's not just based off of how well the plan is ranked by the government. Like I said, it has its holes there. It's not going to tell you how big a network is. Some of the networks with five-star plans have some of the smallest networks. The least amount of doctors you can go to. For the reasons that I just laid out in front of you. Stay with me into segment three and I will tell you why the star rating really matters. And why it doesn't. Stay put. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is our third and final segment to the Everything Medicare podcast. And I'm your host, Christian Brindle. Okay. You've been patient. I'm going to tell you what the star rating really means. Yes, yes, it doesn't 
not mean everything that I said earlier in the first couple of segments. It does. It is designed to be a determination of how good a plan is in the eyes of the government, even though it doesn't, in, 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 in such a government fashion too, it doesn't put into the equation how big their network is, <laughs> how many doctors you can go see, which is ridiculous, outrageous. There's no information to let us know that that's what they look into. In fact, they blatantly say that that's not included in what they look into. This is the reveal. In past episodes, we've talked about Medicare Advantage plans at length. We've talked about how the premiums are so low, how you can get a plan with no premium, how you can get a plan in certain areas of the country that start pay some of your Part B premium. Not very many places, but some places, Florida being one of them. It's because they get funding from the government, folks. They get funding from the government. The way it works, in a nutshell, is... When you have a Medicare Advantage plan, your Medicare is being ran through the private insurance company of your choice. They take the place of your Medicare. They become responsible as your primary and, in most cases, your only insurance. And that takes a big burden off of Medicare's shoulders. Medicare doesn't have to pay 80% of your medical bills like they normally would. So in exchange, they're going to fund the private insurance company every month to take care of you. This is the big reveal. The higher the star rating, the more funding that the insurance company gets from the government. So a five-star plan is going to get more funding than a four-star plan. A four-star plan is going to get more funding than a three-star plan and so on and so forth. Has a lot to do with it. And in and what you're supposed to believe is a plan that gets more funding, they have they're, they're required to put it back into their plan, right? Make the plan stronger. This is what they don't tell you. A lot of these five-star plans that are through small local insurance companies are getting more funding for the plan than, let's say, a national insurance company would. But the national insurance company is a national insurance company. Let's say a Fortune 500 company. They are worth billions upon billions of dollars. They can put as much money into a plan as they want. They don't necessarily need the extra funding. So that's why you see them even though they have a smaller star rating in some cases, and usually they're four, four and a half. I mean, they're in a lot of places. They're not bad ratings by any stretch of the imagination, but that's why they're able to contract with all of these different providers and they have bigger networks because they're big insurance companies. They can shell out the dollars to contract with whoever they want, really, in a lot of cases. Not every case. Not every market that works this way, but a lot of them, it does. So... In the big picture, the extra funding that to the smaller local company, to, to, to that smaller local company, the extra funding may seem like a huge difference to them, but to the national insurance company, it's pennies. And it's nothing that they don't make up for. So keep that in mind, folks. The star rating is important. You want to look at it. You don't want to get a plan that's two stars or three stars or anything like that. You want one that's, I'd say, four or higher, probably. Unless there's a big reason why you'd want to take a three or three and a half star plan. Like, let's say you're taking a medication that only a three or three and a half star plan will cover, and those situations do happen. But if unless there's some weird, unique situation like that, you probably want a four star plan or higher. I'm not going to, not going to 
not going to speak against that. But it's not the only thing to, to keep in mind. Hope you learned something today, folks, and I appreciate you listening all the way till the end. Um, if you're on Medicare and you live in Utah, which we are located in, if you live in Florida, if you live in Idaho, these are the three places that we are licensed to work with people on their plans. If you'd like a free um, comparison of your plan, if you feel like you're turning 65 and you're not sure what to do, or maybe you're already on Medicare and you don't feel like you're getting the most out of your plan or you're not on the right plan for you, if you'd like to talk to us, give us a, give us a call. My company's called Christian Brindle Insurance Services. We're part of a larger company called Brindle Insurance Group. I'm one of the Brindles. Um, and ask for me, Christian. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Or you're always welcome to always send me an email if you're more comfortable doing that. And I'm happy to respond to you at Christian, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-B at xmission.com. Just the letter X, then the word mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com. Christian B at xmission.com. And we'd be happy to talk with you. No obligation, of course. And I'm not going to say we'll be able to help everyone because you might be on the best thing for you. But the worst thing that can happen is we find that out for you. You don't have to wonder. I very much appreciate you listening, folks. And if, if you're not one of those three states and you feel like you'd need some help and some guidance and we're in a state that we're not able to work with you and we're always adding more states, so that might change down the road. But for the time being, I encourage you to pick up my first book that I wrote on Medicare plans. It's going to be the biggest helpful um, source of information that you can find, in my opinion. I basically wrote a book that's about 50 pages long. It's an easy read. There's no fluff in it. There's a chapter on everything you need to know, chapter on Medicare supplements, Medigaps, chapter on drug plans, a chapter on A and B, a chapter on Advantage plans. It, you will know more reading that book cover to cover than 90-plus percent of the population on Medicare, including a lot of agents. And you can find that book on Amazon. It's called Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You, Medicare Guidance by me, Christian Brindle. It's $5.50 on Amazon right now. For that price, we're practically giving it away. A book that costs, we'll round it up to six bucks, folks. Potentially might be able to save you tens of thousands, maybe even a hundred thousand in some of your folks' cases on making the right decision opposed to making the wrong decision. It's a no-brainer. I encourage you to pick it up. Thank you for listening, folks. We really, really appreciate your support week in and week out, and I can't wait to bring you another podcast next week. Thank you.